This week on Talking Back, maximum, defined as as great, high, or intense as possible, or permitted. Talking Back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. With me this week, as usual, co-host Dean. Dean, week two of being the co-host. How's it feeling? Who who am I? You're not where, you're not you anymore. Where am I? You're the new entity named the co-host. What is a podcast? <laughs> oh, you're losing it. I I don't know if you knew this about me, but I've I've lost all my memory. Oh, you've lost. Oh. I've lost my memory. I see what you're doing. I have no idea about who I am. I don't know if you've heard this about me. You're 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 doing a little play on the comic we're reviewing this week. What is a comic? Oh, I see. I see. Can I see your knuckles? Do you have claws? <laughs> Why are there blood stains on your knuckles? I don't. I don't know. <clears throat> I I think I did it to myself. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you did. Well, this is going to be a very interesting podcast with you and no memory. I may be a bad person. <laughs> you have the comic open in front of you. Yes. As you like to do. Yes. So maybe you can just be a passenger following along as I go. And you can learn about this story, Wolverine Max. Great. I've never read it before. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I was expecting you to come in having been the one to read it this week. Oh, no. I had no time to do it. I may have read it. I don't know if you've heard about me. Oh. I have no memory. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see if we can pull some of those memories out okay. as we go. Maybe some of the words that come out of my mouth will spark ideas mm, in your head. Maybe. And contribute to some memories coming back. Maybe. You called me Mr. Collingsworth earlier. Did I? I feel like that is... Uh... I feel like that was a mistake. Then. Oh, okay. Okay. Place. Well, yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay. I'm doing really good. Good. Um, it which... feels great to be uh, co-host for the yeah. second week. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, you blossomed... Oh, thank you. You blossomed, you hatched. Yeah. You, you you came out of your cocoon and you're this new entity. The yes. Co- the co-host. Yes. You've I, dropped part-time. I feel great. Or guest or whatever the fuck I used to call you. <laughs> I'm ready to never just, get right. I'm ready to just cut it loose. Okay. When I was just uh part-time co-host, I'd bring notes and be super prepared. Now that I'm full-time co-host now that i got the job locked down whatever i don't come prepared at all exactly it's like the three-month probation period yeah where you you work really hard and then when that's done you're just like "Ah, i just wing it now good yeah yeah read the comic watch the movie and just show up yeah well as we mentioned we're doing wolverine max this week fun comic to talk about it's a fun comic to talk about so we're gonna do that that's correct i would say there's a first time for everything and i would say this is the first time on this podcast we kind of have a stinker. I don't know if it's a stinker. Here, here's the problem is that we've been covering masterpieces. Right. So this is not a masterpiece. Right. It's it's really good. I think it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of good it's things fun. happening in it. Yeah. But it this one hasn't won an Eisner. I mean, every every other book we cover wins, <laughs> wins Eisners. Yeah, wins awards. Or, yeah. Or, or is at least really good. So, but there's a place for this book and there's a place for it in our podcast. I think so too. I think there's a lot of good things that we're going to pull out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think we always need to cover stuff that's like top notch. We'll probably run out of content if we try to do that. But I read this book first and I enjoyed it and I wanted to talk about it. So, 
you got pulled in. I'm here. You're a passenger on this podcast. Right. Now. Who am I? What are you calling me? Apparently, I called you Collingsworth or something. Right, right. Mr. Collingsworth. That's Mr. right. Mr. Collingsworth. That's right. All right. Mr. Collingsworth. Thank you. This is a Max book. Yes. Yeah. So, Max. It's sort of like their R-rated comic, right? right? That's right. It's an imprint of Marvel Comics. This imprint specializes in comic book media aimed at adult readers only. Mm -hmm. So, you mentioned it's mature content. It was launched in 2001 after Marvel broke from the Comics Code Authority and established its own rating system. Mm. The Max imprint was actually not Marvel's first attempt to feature explicit content in their titles. Uh, the company's Epic Comics imprint from the eight, uh, 1980s and early 90s often featured stronger content as well. Okay. But Max is the first time that Marvel has specifically produced comics with this type of content. So before they were just producing comics and some of the comics had some more mature themes, this is an actual run full of the mature themes. Right. Yeah. So I wanted to do a little bit of um, background I had mentioned that um, Marvel broke from the Comics Code Authority. So what what is that? Yeah. What is that? Mr. Collingsworth here is asking what that is. <laughs> so let's go a little, let's do a little bit of ratings history. Oh, perfect. Okay. I love ratings history. Oh, it's oh, isn't this so exciting? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but like truly, I love it. <laughs> oh, do you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because yeah. it sounds like a really boring concept. <laughs> <laughs> the Association of Comics Magazine Publishers was formed in the late 1940s to regulate the content of comic books in the face of public criticism. Mm-hmm. Oh, the 40s, hey? Oh, yeah. You can't get away with a lot in the 40s. No. This didn't work, though, and it was usually ignored by publishers. They're just like, well, whatever. You, you can try to tell us what to do, but we don't really care. Right. Then comes along Comics Magazine Association of America. They come up with something called the Comics Code Authority. Yes. It was formed in 1954 as an alternative to government regulation. So it sounds like the government was going to be cracking down. And instead of that, they said, okay, you got us. We'll come up with some sort of governing body here to regulate our content. So what this allows is that it allows the comic publishers to self-regulate the content of their comic books. Yeah. This was a voluntary logo that could be applied to the comic book cover that retailers would look for for reassurance of the book's content. So I get it. Yeah. You know, it's like having uh, PG on a movie. Right? For sure. You uh, you go to the video store back when that existed. You pick up a video. You're like, Dad, I want to rent this one. He looks at it. He turns it over. If it says PG, you get it. Right? Yeah. If it says PG-13, maybe you get it. Yeah. And then sometimes you have a dad who lets you get the R. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got the, the fun good, dads. Those are the good dads. Yeah. yeah. They let you, they don't even look at the back. They're just right, like, right. yeah, this one looks great. They let you try a sip of beer when you're 14. Yeah. 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 The fun uh-huh. dads out right. there. The fun dads, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, here are some of the guidelines from that code. Oh, I think I know some of these, but oh, go, yeah. go for it, yeah. Okay, get your, get your boots on. My boots are on. Actually, my boots are off. I took them <clears> off the door. If crime is depicted... It shall be as a sordid and unpleasant activity. Ah, don't romanticize crime. (laughs) In every instance, good shall triumph over evil, and the criminal punished for his misdeeds. Fair? Yeah, that's fair. 
scenes of excessive violence shall be prohibited. Yes, definitely. No comic magazine shall use the words... Now, brace yourself. This is an explicit explicit content podcast, but... Okay, cover your ears. No magazine shall use the words horror or terror. (laughs) They can't use the words horror or terror. Oh, in the title. Okay. Well, I mean, no, I guess, yeah. Not in the t- not in the title. I don't know if it's okay in the book. Yeah, I mean those are awful, awful words to use. Anyways, all lurid, unsavory, gruesome illustrations shall be eliminated. Uh huh. Good. Scenes dealing with or instruments associated with Walking Dead, torture, vampires, vampirism, ghouls, cannibalism, and werewolfism are prohibited. Get them out of here! There shall be no Halloween comics. No, good. I hate Halloween. Nudity in any form is prohibited. I thought that was a given. As is indecent or undue exposure. Suggestive and salacious illustrations or suggestive posture is unacceptable. Suggestive Don't posture, get think it out about there. it. I, I can see in your eyes you're thinking about it right I'm now. I'm thinking what that could even be. Oh, it would be like, uh, I don't know, like uh, some hot girl leaning over a fax machine or something like that. Like Cool. Showing some of her assets. Oh, yeah. No, get that out of there. Females shall be drawn realistically without exaggeration of any physical qualities. Hey, pretty good point. That is against what you call the Marvel House style. <laughs> right. Let's. I, I, I'm. I'm they, down with that point. Let's hold down that point on up. Not yeah. doing that. So by 2000, nobody cared about this stamp anymore. Yeah. Uh, the society had deteriorated into all evil and disgusting things that the code stood for. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So publishers had already been using imprints to publish stories um, specifically targeted to mature audiences by that time. Right. So it's like the comics already came and then this authority crumbled like years after they realized yeah. like, look, nobody cares about us. Yeah. We're, and even we're useless. Even before then, people just like stopped putting that code on their comics because yeah. like it didn't matter anymore. So that's why in like Batman, the Joker disappears for like 20 years because this code comes out and it's like, we can't have a villain that just like his only thing is to kill people and find humor in it. So right. he's out. Yeah. But then in like the 70s, they're like, yeah, but the Joker's like kind of cool. So yeah, <laughs> let's bring him back and right. tell some more of those stories. We just won't put that label on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully in today's society, this doesn't make a reappearance. Yes. With, with how sensitive some yes. people have become. Exactly. Except for maybe that horror and terror one. We could keep that out of the title. Those are... I don't even know if we can actually... We said it twice. Yeah, we shouldn't say it twice. I don't even think we can upload this episode no, after yeah. saying that. I'll edit that out. Yeah. I'll have a talk with iTunes. Okay. Let them know we'll bleep it out. Okay. Sounds good. So, we're going to go through the story. We had a few different story arcs here. Yeah. You got your, um, kind of your main theme going on throughout the book. Forgetfulness. Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. yeah. And then we get, uh, we get some fun stories along the way. Oh, so, yeah. For sure. Mr. Collingsworth, without further ado... Yes. We shall get to volume one, entitled, entitled, no, titled, titled, yes, Permanent Rage. Ooh, Permanent Rage. It's a good title. That is, that's a good title. That's a good title. You don't often hear someone saying Permanent Rage. Yeah. And if you do, watch out. (laughs) You better watch out. If somebody comes to you and is like, 
I have, have permanent, I have permanent rage. rage. Be like, mm, steer clear. All right, dude. Have a good day, sir. <laughs> take, <laughs> take it easy, man. I gotta be heading. <laughs> I, I gotta go. Okay, now permanent rage. This arc it jumps back and forth between current day and like 150 years in the past. Right. Yeah. Okay. The story starts with a plane on fire in the ocean. Wolverine is in the water, and he doesn't know who he is, just like you. Yes. Not only does he not know who he is, he doesn't know where he is. Right. Not only does he not know where he is, he has no memory at all. No. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't even know what a podcast is. He he wakes up in the ocean. Yeah. That's kind of scary. That would suck. That's kind of the most scary thing that could happen to a person like me. Yeah. And as you've mentioned, this is kind of like a major story arc that he's he's got this forgetfulness or whatever. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit more than that. I think what it is, is it's like major and severe brain damage. Yeah. Um, obviously, he just crashed in an airplane. So he's like so concussed. And while he heals, it just takes his brain so much longer to heal because it's been so busted over the years. Yeah, I think it's a situation exactly that where he can heal and he can heal any part of his body. But if he's healing... Like his brain, I think things are lost, right? Because your brain holds certain memories and stuff. So if those get damaged and then they need to be healed over top of that, I think that memory is gone. Or he can pull some of them out. Yeah. If you think of it that way, he can't, he doesn't retain any, everything, but nobody does. Yeah. But yeah, he's trying to work back any memory at all. He can heal anything you said. Yeah. But you know what he can't heal that we learn in this book? What? His soul. He can't heal his soul. The poor bastard. He can't heal his soul. He's a killing machine. He's so busted. And he can't He can't be anything else. So there's one other person in the water with him. Whoa. Yeah. For about two seconds yeah. until a shark comes by and bites her in half. Clean in half. Jaws. It was Jaws. Jaws the yeah. shark. It was the uh, It was the Jaws 2 shark. Oh, totally Pre, was. Pre-face burn. Um, this shark is, is max. This shark is just maxing it. He's just like, oh, yeah. not giving a shit. Um, then he goes on and he bites Wolverine's legs off. Yeah. Clean off. Yeah. Right? Wolverine, he's savage. Oh, he's, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's he, he is. Wolverine promptly cuts this thing in half while he's saying, kill, always kill. So he's got no memory. He doesn't know what's going on. Right. But he, he, he yeah, kill, always kill. He knows that's he's got to end That's his, his yeah. very first instinct. Yeah. And this, like, comic takes the max label to the max, yeah. right? It goes all the way. The yeah. first, yeah. the first word in the comic is fuck mm-hmm. and then like a couple pages in there's a shark biting off yeah. a woman's head biting off wolverine's legs and then wolverine just gutting it with claws yeah so right away it's like oh okay like they're really going for it and, they're going for it and it's it's like super graphic but it's kind of fun and i like it. yeah it's pretty fun <laughs> i like it too yeah so uh interesting here though he gets his legs bitten off so yeah. i guess they're establishing that he doesn't actually have an adamantium skeleton mm. right Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has claws. Yeah, he just has claws. He, cut, he yeah. just cut this thing. He just made sushi out of this thing. He did. But he does not have an adamantium skeleton. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Different. It's different. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm worried for him because I feel like he needs that reinforced skeleton. Yeah. But I'm okay. I'm going to let it go and Good. see where they go with it. Good. We get a weird change in art style real quick here. Yeah. So I think this is another ongoing theme is this book had one writer... But it had multiple artists. Yeah, five or more. Yeah. Like, and, there's a lot of artists. Yeah, yeah, and different colorists as well. So, yeah, what switching, you get here... Like you say, switching in between issues. Not even just arcs, but issues. They're not all working together 
doing certain things on the book, they all get their own section of the book. So you get these dramatic art style changes. And sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. I'm down with it when it's like flashback stuff. Because okay. like to give you a different... I like visually knowing that we're in a different time where they don't have to say it at all. I just know by the art that when that art changes, okay, I'm back in that time. Um, so I think it's a tool that they use to their advantage in that situation. Uh, but la- a little bit later on, it kind of flips back and forth willy nilly. But I so, think I think at the beginning it was it was used correctly. I get what you're saying. I agree it was used correctly. Yeah. The actual art style itself for the flashbacks, I really don't like. I uh, yeah. You, you what you you agree i think i agree like it's, it's not, not it, it doesn't really stand out to me um it's not bad but yeah that's just it's a bit weird i don't know but in those flashbacks we see wolverine just being a complete fucking savage yeah right? he's killing sure. he's fighting he's biting someone's face off he's drinking at the bar he's killing he's having sex he's killing he's killing some more right but in these flashbacks we meet Sabretooth. yeah right and similar to like this this art style take on Wolverine, which is quite different, the Sabretooth take here is quite different as well. It's Definitely. almost like it's almost like they're both kind of like cowboys or something, like yep. really weird looking American cowboys. But flashback's done, we're back in Japan. Wolverine is in the hospital, covering from his shark attack wounds, and an investigator comes to talk to him. Why would an investigator come to talk to Wolverine, Dean? Uh, cause he was the only survivor of a plane crash and he has no legs. Well, precisely, but the legs don't matter, but it's that there were 376 (laughs) matter, Tim. Well, they don't really matter. Okay. There were 376 people on the plane and 375 died. Hmm. How could that be? One by shark. Yes. Most by plane crash. One One by by shark. shark. But this will make you happy, Mr. Collingsworth. We find that Wolverine's legs have grown back. What? They've already grown back. How? Uh, he has uh, super healing abilities. Oh, okay. So Wolverine escapes from the hospital. But actually, I kind of like this. This is a neat thing. He can't remember how to use his claws. Yeah. He doesn't know how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> so, totally. They just kind of come out on instinct. Like, he yeah, doesn't know it's how all to instinct make, right now. He doesn't know how to make them come yeah, out. So if yeah. he's under attack, they'll come out. But yeah. he can't, like, force them to come out himself. Yeah, and another point I like about this book, when they come out, they rip his skin out. And then when they go back in, his skin heals. So well, I think that's time... always supposed to supposed to be a thing, right? But he's never like bleeding, like in, yeah. in the regular comics. In the comics, it's not he's like... got those little like nubbies over yeah. top of his uh, his knuckles there, so you can't see it. It's not like painful yeah. every time it comes out. Yeah. Well, although it like, is though, it, it is, is though. He yeah, just doesn't because show it. true because if I remember, even just the first X Men movie. Yeah. Um, when he's talking to Rogue and she says, does it hurt when they come out? And he yeah. says every time. Exactly. Um, I just, I get it. I, I don't know why, but I get it more when it starts to bleed. For sure. Right? When, it, yeah. when it's actually ripping oh, yeah. through his fist. Yeah. And then it goes back in and he heals up. I love the idea that it does I like hurt it. him every time yeah. he lets them out. Yeah. So Wolverine, he does actually remember here that his name is Logan. Mm-hmm. And he gets his first memory of something. Yeah. Then we get more backstory with Logan... His past with Mariko and Sabretooth. And to be 100% honest with you, I just I just don't care. I just don't care about it. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that this story wouldn't have a lot of origin to it. They throw it in. I've, I've read it before. I know about it. I don't need it again here, especially in the Max imprint. I'd like to see something a little bit different. But they went with it, so... I'm with you, Tim. You, 
you don't give it a need minus it. one there. Yeah, you don't need it in the max. Um, if you're going to just be able to, if you want to go with this amnesia thing, that's fine. But then you can do whatever you want. Right. You don't have to do the origin. Right. Because you know what they're not even paying off in this book is him being a hero. They're not yeah. even really going for that. No. So I don't need the origin. Right. Like you can just go with whatever you have. So as the rumors start to build that this lone survivor of the crash is the Wolverine, right? the Yakuza find him and want to know if it's true. So they uh, they come at him at the hospital, they shoot him, and he's finally able to release his claws. And he releases them right through a dude's face and through his head. Oh, it's maximum. It is maximum. It's awesome. Some of this, some of these kills are maximum. The kills are max. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Um, more flashbacks. Sabretooth kills Mariko's father. Uh, we're really shown here how much Sabretooth loves to kill. Definitely. He's doing, like, he's doing so much killing and violence. And they do a really good job in the book of getting it across. Yeah. I kind of like it. I like, I like it. Yeah, they, they show, like, Sabretooth and Wolverine's sort of animal side. Right, like Definitely. They're, they're very vicious, yeah, and they just kind of go off instinct. Even though Wolverine is in those flashbacks, there are times where Wolverine is a little bit more like, "Oh, well, let's figure out before I unleash the animal. Let's figure out what we're doing here and why we're doing this." Where Sabretooth just goes, yeah. Um, so there is a little slight difference, but very much similar in their characters. Yeah. So at this point, the comic book style has jumped back to more of a normal looking style yeah and i love the way Sabretooth looks yeah for me this might be the best i've ever seen him look in any book cool because i I, they do a perfect job in my opinion of blending the human and the animal yeah and i just dig it yeah i I agree he looks really good he looks pretty bad in the flashbacks. He looks so... I didn't even know it was him at first. I know, me like, neither. It's so yeah. bad. Yeah, but. the more I flip through... I have the book open in front of me. The more I flip through the flashbacks, the worse they're starting to look. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, looks, your, memory, your memory's coming back to you, my, so that's Right, why. as I'm flipping through it, I'm yeah. remembering, maybe I have read this before. Maybe. Yeah. So, there's these rumors that this lone survivor might be the Wolverine. So, the Yakuza has come. Mm-hmm. And now, also, Sabretooth comes. Right. He yeah, he tracks an, he, him down. Yeah, he has an agenda. So he, Sabretooth catches up with Wolverine, and he's basically telling Wolverine that Wolverine was the one who blew up the plane, that they kind of used to work together, and Sabretooth wants Wolverine to embrace his killing side again. He's trying to right. appeal to Wolverine's savage, murderous side, saying, like, you know, let's let's get back together again. We. Yeah. We worked together in the past. Let's do it again now. He's trying to tell him that's the way he was. And if he listens to what the voice inside, he'll realize that's the way he is. Yeah. And Wolverine is confused, doesn't yeah. know what to believe. And then Sabretooth basically goes on to beat the shit out of Wolverine. Wolverine's not really even doing anything. He's not really fighting back. But Sabretooth is just kicking the shit out of him. And he starts like out- pops his eye out or something. Yeah. <laughs> his yeah. eye's dangling from the socket at some point. <laughs> um. He, he starts asking Wolverine about a sword. Now, apparently Wolverine was supposed to destroy a sword 150 years earlier, but he doesn't believe that Wolverine did it. Right. Sabretooth wants it back. He's trying to gain favor with the Yakuza. So he gives Wolverine one hour to find the sword. Now, 
Well, I mean, the guy, Wolverine doesn't even really know who he is, and he's got an hour to find this fucking sword. Like, yeah. Thanks, Sabretooth. How's he going to do that? Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, he starts to have some memories. He starts um, piecing some things together, and it seems like his brain is finally starting to heal from this crash yeah. a bit. So he finally remembers what actually happened on the plane, mm-hmm. and that it wasn't him. He wasn't yeah. responsible. There are other people responsible. Yeah. It, he... This part's interesting because I like the idea that someone who loses their memory feels like they're a good person, but is being told that they were a bad person. Because I think, I think you got to go through a number of steps that get you to be a horrible person, right? So there's he doesn't have any of that memory anymore. He doesn't have any of those experiences that happened to him that sort of put him down that path. So he wakes up in the water and thinks... Like, he just knows what's inside, and maybe it's not... He doesn't feel like he's a horrible person, but he's being told he did all these horrible things. So it's a good moment where he remembers it wasn't him on right. the plane. It's good for him because it, like, validates, okay, I am how I felt I was. I'm not who they say I am. That's right. So Wolverine picks up a familiar scent, and it takes him to Mariko's grave. And he rem- he has memories of, of being there. He remembers that he was there. Yeah. And he starts digging up her grave. And finds this sword on top of her casket. Right. Convenient. Yeah, if that sword wasn't there, it looks bad. bad. It looks real bad. It's a bad scene. It's a bad look, Wolverine. Yeah. So Sabretooth shows up and we find out that he had the plane blown up because he thought the sword was going to be on the plane. Mm. So, yeah, he gets the sword and plucks both of Wolverine's eyeballs out. Right. With it. Yeah. He yeah. did that. This is to the max. This is to the max. When you pop max. someone's eyeballs out, yeah. that's to the maximum. Yeah, that's that's uh, a lot of things in this book. To the max. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably stop stop saying that soon because it's probably going to get really annoying. I think really we should annoying. keep saying it. We've only said to? it a couple times. Yeah, we should oh, always point oh. out when it's to the max. I've already said it like 10 times, I think. <laughs> okay, I'll say it some more. Okay. We need to point out when it's to the max. I'll take a break. That's oh, okay, the, sure. That's what this book wants. This book wants to... The reader to know when it's going to the max. We should have brought a to the max buzzer. And when yes. something got to the max, we could have hit the buzzer. Yes. I'm sure Brian can say to the max. I'm oh, sure yeah. he can chime in whenever uh, something's to the max. Maybe Brian. Maybe Brian wants to be a part of this podcast. Yeah. Okay. We can up his role. Okay. I think I think he might want to be a part of this. Okay. Let's, get, we'll let's get him in here. We'll see. We'll see. Brian? Where are you? Brian? I'm busy right now, doing your laundry, so shut up. Oh, okay, all right, Brian. Never mind, then. All right, so no Brian, then. It was worth a try. No Brian, no Brian this week. You gotta he's, pay that guy a little bit more. He's busy. Yeah. He's busy. I think he's he's starting to catch on to this, um, the lifestyle. That he's the real star? I think he's. I think he realizes he's the real star, and he's holding out for more right Maybe. now. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. You know what? He's a little sore that you made me co-host. He well, thought he was up next. Well, no, he he's probably sore that I didn't make him guest co-host. Right. Right? Because now that, that slot's I'm available. Pro- right. I'm promoted to co-host. He yeah. should have been promoted to guest co-host. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he has a spot. He needs to know, know his role. <laughs> I'll talk to him later. <laughs> right. Make sure to tell him, know your role. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell him that. That's always a good thing to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So Wolverine's eyeballs plucked out. Yes. He says... He'll never forget the pain. <laughs> he did. But he says he doesn't need his eyes. No. I love it. No, he's good. He's Daredevil. Now, 
this is kind of other than that shark attack at the, at the beginning. This is kind of the first interesting thing that I'm finding in this book. Yeah. Is just this scene here with Wolverine going after Sabretooth yeah. without eyeballs. Yeah. Sensing him. So the art style has changed to like everything's black with like the bodies are kind of red, almost like a predator heat vision or something. And Wolverine's going after Sabretooth. Really, really good looking art here. Yeah, and he it's because he's got those enhanced senses, right? He yeah. can hear and he can smell yeah. um, more than a uh, regular human can. So even though his eyes are plucked out, he can he still has awareness of where things are. Yep. And at this point, Wolverine finally does something to Sabretooth in this episode. And he disembowels him he does. and like big time and leaves him leaves yeah. him sitting there against a tree yeah there's a lot of uh, all, the, all the innards are out there's a lot of intestines in this there, yeah <laughs> saber tooth yeah is rather large and yeah. apparently has a lot of intestines we've seen saber we've seen a sharks yes yeah they, they like to they like to spill the innards in this book i like saber in this book more than wolverine in this one. Oh, okay yeah saber is the hero of the book for me He's kind of got more charisma. Yeah, we, we flew through it pretty quick, but he, there's a lot of stuff he's doing. He's yeah. real violent. He's killing a lot of people. I think he looks really cool. Wolverine's kind of walking around like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to make my claws come out. It's yeah. kind of like, you're you're boring, dude. Yeah. Like, that's who you are. Totally. You're Mr. Boring. Yeah. And like, like every time he comes across any situation, he's like, well, I don't know if you've heard, Reader but I've lost my memory. That's right. Yeah, they do. And they do. I don't really know. I don't recognize this new place. It's like, yeah, we get it. You yeah. lost your memory. Like, I know. Like, it's just, forced down your throat. Yeah, just hard. get into the situation. I know already. Just do it. Like, yeah. You don't have to run it down for me. Yeah, exactly. So, Sabretooth is down and out. Wolverine wants to disappear. Doesn't want to be around Japan. People yeah. know him there. So he decides he's going to go back to LA. So he keeps the sword on the boat right over. He decides to dump it in the ocean. Right, yeah. So he just like, throws it overboard. He wants to keep it safe. Yeah. So he's like, the best way to do that, I guess, is to dump it in the ocean. I, I guess. guess. No one, I guess no one will find it. Yeah, he won't know where it is. No one will know where it is. Yeah. So it ends with, um, the, the, the episode ends with an interesting part where it's kind of like this mo- memento moment, like the movie Memento, where Wolverine starts keeping a diary of things he wants to remember. Oh, yeah, pretty cool. And he writes, he writes down, my name is Logan. And I was once in love with a woman. Now, I love this idea. I love the idea, yeah. And they don't do anything with it in the book. No, nothing. It's like, they have such a cool opportunity here to do something really neat. And yes, it kind of comes up a little bit throughout the book. But it's like a side, it's an afterthought at that point. Yeah, what I want to happen is, (laughs) I want it to be Memento. I want him to do the exact same thing. I want him to keep writing in the book, everything that's happening, and then at some point in time, write something false. Lie to himself to keep himself happy. Yeah. Kind of like That'd it is cool. in Memento. Or, you know, yeah. like, figure out he's a bad person, but write in the book that he's a good person. Or something like that. Yeah. Like just anything. Just anything to lie to yourself because you're so re- reliant on that book. Yeah. I think that's a cool idea. But yeah, they do nothing with the book. No. Though, honestly, the first arc is a little bit of a throwaway. I think it, it gets much better after it. Does. It. it does. Um, it's, it's just sort of too obvious yeah you you give him amnesia and you're gonna have saber tooth try to convince him that he's a villain like that is the first thing that would come to anyone's mind like you got to go i think a little bit deeper a little bit past that the most interesting stuff we get is in the first like four pages oh yeah and then it's not not too much those first four pages rock yeah so we're moving on 
Volume 2. I think I've been calling them episodes. That's I okay. I think that's from the All-Star Superman. It's from All-Star Superman. They were calling them episodes. You just want to make it epic. I like fun. that. I'm going to yeah. call them episodes. Episode good. 2. The Protector. Ooh. Pretty good. Yeah, what's he protecting? Pretty cool idea. Um, uh, memory loss. Oh, cool. <laughs> the fight against memory loss. <laughs> no, the fight, of course. It's protecting anybody <laughs> who fights for that cause. <laughs> of course. So we're in Venice Beach, California. And Wolverine has finally found love again. Yes. His dog. A dog. Name, um, named Dog. <laughs> a a <laughs> dog named Dog. This is... Uh, okay, so I said like the first couple pages is the peak. This is the peak. For a you dog, so far? For me. A dog named Dog. That's great. <laughs> a man and his dog. He loves this dog. There is There are just like some great moments in here. Just like John Wick style, right? Like this is... Yeah. This is... Uh, what do you do? You become best friends with a dog. And so that's number one. That's going to be number one target for, uh, for some villains coming up. Right. Is, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, if you become best friends with a dog, watch out for that dog. Yeah. So he's playing fetch on the beach. Um, they end up kicking up a bit of sand into this girl's face. And they find out that this girl's a model. She's from London. She's in town for a couple days for a shoot. Her name is Candace Candy Cassidy. Right, that's real. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That's like, what did you call it? What did you call yourself, Mister Collingsworth? Yeah, that's what he. That's what his name is in this book. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. She wants. Uh, she wants to hire Wolverine as a driver. Um, yeah. To take her around to her her modeling shoots. Right. Right. Modeling shoots. Modeling shoots. Right. Because that's what she's going to modeling shoots. Yeah. Now. In, in this one, like the writing, the layout, the art, it's all a bit unrefined, but I really like it. Yeah, I like I like it, yeah. You don't always need like the best of all those for a book to do well and for it to, like, to succeed. Yeah. You can kind of like, you can get it without that. And this book actually had really good environmental art, I thought, that like the environments really exceeded here. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting with this book because I think, again, the plot is sort of right down the middle and pretty easy to come up with. Like, I think it's kind of, again, a little bit of a lazy plot, but I really enjoy it. So they're doing something else here um, that they weren't doing in the first arc. So art-wise and story-wise, even though they're working with, I think, again, like, you know, a pretty standard right down the middle plot. Yeah. You know, just like, help out the porn star. Right. Like, I, I think that's a a pretty easy thing for you to think of for Wolverine to do. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. He's making like a, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, doesn't have very much money. Yeah. And he's going to help out, you know, someone who maybe not everybody's going to help out. Sure. Yeah. So Jake or Wolverine is his name. He's going by Jake Collingsworth, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's driving Candy around to her shoots. But it turns out to be a little bit something different than a modeling shoot. Correct. She's a porn star. Correct. Now, in between the shoots... The LA traffic gives them actually a lot of time to kind of talk and get right. to know each other. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. It's just like this cool like banter back and forth. Um, she seems really upbeat. Like she's always smiling, giving off good vibes. Seems like a an actual actually like a caring character. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. I dig her. Yeah. So they go to the third stop and they drive into an estate with a front gate. So it's like this is some sort of high class yeah. place we're going here. The guy at the gate recognizes her and calls her Katie. Hmm. All right. So she's given Wolverine a fake name. Different name. Yeah. yeah. Now, Wolverine looks back at the gate that they've passed through and the dude is locking the gate. So 
Wolverine starts to get a bit of a bad feeling here. And yeah, he's like, ah, shit, I'm going to have to kill everybody in here. He's got really good senses throughout the book. That's one thing they do a good job of is that he's always, he can always sense when something is not right. Kind he, of a little bit ahead of it happening. He always does because the thing is he doesn't have any memory, right? As they tell us. Right. So he's he can't rely, senses. he can't rely on that at all. Yeah. So he, every situation he's in, he relies on his senses. He relies on his gut. So every single person he meets whether they're nice to him or not, he tries to just go with his gut on how he feels because they could be lying to him because he's not sure. Right. So Candy assures that everything will be fine. So Wolverine and Dog, they hang back. But it doesn't take long for both of their senses to alert them to trouble. I like that. That, yeah. that the dog and Wolverine kind of sense that something's wrong. Definitely. And Wolverine busts his way inside, pulls some fat dude named Frankie off of Candy... Yeah. And then he starts to get shot by the, the like, the hired hitman or whatever yeah. this guy's got there. The the security, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Now, again, I really like the art here. I think it's really amazing. It's, I like it a lot. This has really good panel work. Um, there's a shot of, like, Wolverine's claw going, like, kind of all the way across the page, like, through multiple panels. Yeah. Uh, looks really, really neat. Um, the colors are a bit weird, but I think they work. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Anyways, he grabs candy and they get the fuck out of there. And uh, Candy Candy calls him out for having claws. Yeah, she's like, "What the what the fuck? Yeah, what are those?" So like, and is he shit. just like, "I don't know." <laughs> I, I don't know. They come out of me I when I get I'm, angry. I'm Mister Collingsworth. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's right. So they get uh, they get back to Candy's hotel, and she asks him to walk her up because she's scared. Uh, so he goes up with her, and then she's using all her sex appeal. She's trying to convince him to stay, but in his words, his instincts are screaming, "Leave!" Yeah. So. He does, and he gets back to his truck, and as you earlier spoiled, Dog has been killed. He killed? They killed Dog. I hate this moment. I hate this moment. I hate it. You, I, know, I loved Dog. I loved Dog. I know you're going to the max, but yeah. don't kill Dog. Don't go to the max on a dog. But here's the thing. After you kill Dog, now I'm like, yeah, sure, kill all those people. I don't care. Whereas maybe at some point, if they didn't kill Dog, at some point in the next issues would be like, why is he just killing all these people again? That's a good point. You know, just because they're they run a porn company, <laughs> he's yeah. killing them. Like probably not justified to die, right? But like they killed his dog. That's a they good point. They killed man and That's his a good dog. Point. And we love dog. We love dog so much at this point. Um, that is that is for us the worst character to have gone. Yeah. So he says in his words again, his instincts are screaming again, and he always listens to his instincts. And he lets out this wild scream. Mm. And in his words, the scream translates into to kill, to inflict maximum damage. <laughs> this is raw, like, yeah, yeah. hatred and, like, fucking energy yeah. that he just wants to get out. It's cool. This guy finally found a friend. He finally found someone he can trust. This is this one should have been called Permanent Rage. Yes, not the first true, one. yeah. This first one should have been called I'm Lost and Lonely or yeah. something. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is the rage. The, rage. the Collingsworth Chronicles or yeah, something Mr. like that. Yeah, Mr. Collingsworth <laughs> yeah. goes to Japan and forgets who he is, comma, boring. And then in brackets, but Sabretooth Saber is Saber in it. Yeah, <laughs> Sabretooth's in this, though. <laughs> okay. Wolverine storms back into Candy's hotel. He she, must, she must know something. Mm -hmm. He's demanding answers about who Frankie is. Um... But Candy's just, just saying, like, it wasn't, she doesn't know, right? She, yeah. She doesn't know. And she goes with him 
to bury Dog. Right, and there's also, so this situation where he pulled Frankie off of her, um, she's downplaying this, this situation. She's saying that's sort of, like, always happens, it's not a big deal, part of the arrangement. Yeah. Like, he's not a bad person. And that's what, that's the story she's sticking by. Yeah. Yeah, so she decides to go with him. I don't know, again, there's more, like, communication with them on the drive to burying dog and i like it like i like her really like her character she's just the, the book does yeah pretty co- pretty cool yeah the book does a really good job for you to get on her side yeah for sure that's a good way of saying it yeah yeah so they get to the top of the hollywood hills and he buries dog mm, yeah which is sad super sad but it's also kind of a funny moment in a way because he's digging the hole with his hands because he doesn't know how to make his claws work. <laughs> right. He could dig this hole yeah. in two seconds yeah. if he knew how to pop his claws out. But he's just using his bare hands to dig it up. It's just the rage that gets them out. Yeah. But he's just sad in this he's moment. Sad, yeah. yeah. They, sad. they it probably, get the claws out. Not only are they not coming out, but they've probably like retracted further oh, yeah. into his arm yeah, than ever yeah. before. <laughs> They're never coming out, those things. Yeah. So Wolverine hears voices back at the car. Heads over there. Couple dudes with guns. Oh, no. And they shoot him. Of course. Everybody fucking shoots Everyone Wolverine. just shoots him. Yeah. It's like, shoot first, ask questions later. He has so many bullets in it. Like, I get it where he just, like, rips those claws out and just starts destroying everyone. They just yeah. shoot him. That's right. Yeah, he's been through a lot. He's been he's taken a lot of bullets in this comic. Yeah. So, they take candy and they take off. Wolverine searches his car and he finds that someone had placed a GPS device there. So, mm, they, yeah. that's how they've been able to follow him. Right. So, Wolverine, he takes a cab to frankie's place i guess he probably drove back to wherever back into the city yeah takes a cab to frankie's place and kind of claws his way through the gate now again the uh, art style kind of abruptly changes here yeah and i'm not not on board with this this change here not not on board with the style yeah but wolverine comes up to the very first guard and slices his head into four pieces with one claw and slices his arm into four pieces with the other claw. Great. We haven't said max in a while. <laughs> this is fucking maximum. That is to the max. And then the aftermath on the ground is even more to the max. Because everything, all the pieces of flesh are there and all the blood. Oh, no. It's just this pile of steaming remains. Oh, no. It's great. So Wolverine walks up the driveway to the house and we see at least 30 dudes with machine guns standing outside waiting for him. Frankie comes out of the front door and he asks if, if Wolverine's been taking stupid pills. <laughs> Great <laughs> I kind of like Frankie. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty funny. Frankie's a good dude. <laughs> well, he's not a good dude. Oh, no, no, no he's, he's not a good dude. Well, he's just funny. I don't know what you think. I, I think he's kind of funny. I don't, I'm not going so far as, as good dude. <laughs> he's actually a pretty awful dude. He's, he's kind of the scum of the earth. but He's one of the worst dudes ever. Yeah. Mr. Collingsworth. Your memory is going to the I can't remember. I can't remember place. about Frankie. My goodness. He makes a joke, and I think he's been good That's all right. along. All it takes for you to get on board is a nice a joke. A nice eh? joke. Yeah, make a nice, crack a nice joke. All right. So, Wolverine tells Frankie that he's going to die tonight no matter what. And I'm jacked at this point. Oh, totally. I'm so pumped. Because totally. he's so mad, and yeah. there's so many dudes in his way. Yeah. And I'm just loving it. I love that kind of promise, because he means it. Oh, he and does. it's like... And someone in Frankie's position just laughs at that. That's right. Because he because he has so many guys to go through. But you and I know he's gonna do it. <laughs> he's oh. gonna get he's gonna get through those guys and he's gonna kill you. If he says he's killing you tonight, you are dying tonight. Yeah. Wolverine is the type of guy who's gonna follow through on his promises. Yeah. yeah. Believe me. 
So Wolverine does actually say, though, that if Frankie lets Candy go, that Frankie will die, but everybody else can live. Right. Great deal. That is like, that's almost too nice, in my opinion. It is too nice, but it's also something, a deal that a guy like Frankie would never take. Of course not. Anyways, Frankie laughs and uh, tells his guys to take out this motherfucking loser. (laughs) He's got the lines. I like it. He does. He does. Yeah. Next page. All the guards are shooting Wolverine. Yeah. So now everybody is shooting him and he passes out. Yeah. Comes to in a trunk. The car he's in stops and the dudes come around to open the trunk to, I don't know what they're thinking. I guess they're thinking they're going to just dump the body. Like, they, well, they, they don't think really know who dead. he is. Right? They don't know about this. They, yeah, they just think he's a dude. So they think they shot him before, like right when they first took candy. Yeah. And when he was burying dog, they thought they shot him and then he came back and they were already a little bit stunned. They're like, oh, what up? We're like, we shot this guy. How is he coming? How is he still standing in front of us? So they shoot him a bunch of times. Now they're thinking there's no way he's alive. Right. So they're just opening up the trunk so that they can bury the body. Yeah. So they open up the trunk and then they get fucking Wolverine. 100% get, 100% get, get Wolverine to the max. Yeah. Yeah. To the max. To the max. Wolverine to the max. Yeah. He's uh, busting claws and hands through people. It's great. Um, I love his line. I love his next line. What's his next line? I love where he's going here. He says, Killing with my claws is nice and all, but I'm not opposed to making my life a little easier. Right, and he picks, and he up, picks some up guns. He picks up the two dudes' machine guns. Right. <laughs> I get the Wolverine feelings here. Definitely. I'm like, I yeah. was feeling it a little bit before because he's going to like slice through all these dudes. Now he's got a couple machine guns and he's going back. Yeah. And I'm, you can't wipe the grin off my face at this point. You know, he's getting the job done at this point. He was getting it done before. Yeah, nothing's Now he's getting it done with with style. Yeah. So Wolverine takes that car back to Frankie's and he's allowed past the gate because it's one of the, it's like the thug's car. Right. right? So they just let him in. And then we get probably for me, my most memorable moment out of this book, out of this whole Wolverine Max. It's when he gets out, he's got his machine guns, yeah. and he's just shooting anyone he sees. Oh, yeah. Now, these guys that he's shooting, like you touched on a bit, they saw him get shot before. Oh, yeah. They saw him get shot again by everyone, and he's back again, and yeah. now he's shooting them. There's no so, way he shouldn't be dead right now. That's right. So, he is fucking taking out everybody, and they're all just shitting themselves. Oh, yeah. It's great. The only thing they can do when they see him is ask how. Yeah. Right? Just... That's a, they don't even care that they're being shot. They're just like, how are you alive? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> it's a great the question. Same thing. Yeah. I'd probably put my gun down at that point. Just be <laughs> yeah. like... They know the answer to why. That's why yeah. they're not asking why. They're asking how. Yeah. So Wolverine, he's going room by room, killing everybody, looking for candy. He finds her and he wants to kill her, but she says it wasn't her. And that she didn't set him up. So she's still doubling down on that. She tells him that Frankie's getting away and Wolverine sniffs and can smell him up on the roof. Yeah. So Wolverine runs up, sees Frankie taken off in a helicopter, jumps up to the helicopter and stabs Frankie through his leg. Rad. And then throws him out onto the roof. Helicopter goes spiraling and crashes. Wolverine stabs Frankie in his other leg and then throws him off the roof. This comic's violent. Yeah, it is very violent. It's really violent. Yeah. And then Wolverine is ready to kill Candy because he knows, like, in some way, 
she knows something that's going on. She's somewhat responsible. She's not as clean as she's making it out to be. Yeah. And she says it's okay that she's ready to be killed. And then she just gives him this bit of a story about her, like her tortured upbringing. Right. And how she had like sexual abuse. She had drug addiction. She lived on the streets. And Wolverine realizes that they're both survivors. And he lets her go. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. It's like she's been through a lot already, you know, probably accounts for what she's doing and how why she's doing it. So, you know, yeah. whatever. There's Basically a- tells her, like, you better hope we don't meet again. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm letting you go this time. You better hope we don't meet again. Yeah. Because I might not remember who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I will totally kill you then. Yeah. I might remember the story you told me <laughs> and you're not going to have enough time to tell me again. Right. So Wolverine goes back to his truck, sees a slip of paper from his journal, and it says, you'll find what you want in Vegas, Mr. Wolverine. Ah, not a cool way to use the journal. No, that's not what the journal's meant for. No. So that's journal abuse. Yeah, that's journal abuse. Like maybe some note he wrote himself that he didn't remember. Something like that, right? Like, now you're supposed to go to Vegas. And he's like, wait, this is my handwriting. Something like that would have been cool. But it wasn't his handwriting. No, it was was not. Someone else had just just opened his book and wrote a note in it. Yeah, so he's intrigued because it's someone, you know, is telling him to do this. But again, an opportunity to play with this whole journal idea that they fail with. Yeah. Anyways, Wolverine starts to head to Vegas. Yeah, I'm pretty down with the next couple of issues because they're like road trip to Vegas, basically. Like, usually this comic, comics like this are going to be like, okay, got to go to Vegas. Then the next issue, they're in Vegas, right? True. I like the, we take the journey. We take a two-issue journey to get to Vegas. Yeah. We, we didn't get a much of his trip across the ocean before. Yeah. We just kind of saw him on a boat going from Japan to California. But now we do get, like, this road trip feel. The next few books are him making his way to Vegas and kind of what happens along the way. Yeah. One of my favorite types of um, comics is kind of like the bridge arcs. Where, like, the X-Men go out and they, you know, save the world and then they come back to the school and they're like, wow, that was crazy. And, like, the issue is just them talking like, oh, that was crazy. We just saved the world. Yeah. And, like, nothing's happening, but they're just kind of hanging out and, like, doing whatever they do after. And this kind of felt like that, where it's like, okay, just got to get to Vegas, figure out how to get there. Exactly. Yeah, we get a little, well, I mean, we don't relax all the way on, like, the violence, but we get a little bit of a breather after Wolverine just killed, like, 40 guys. We get to kind of just, like, sit down for a bit and figure out how a guy who can't remember who he is and has like nothing to his name, how he's going to get to Vegas. Yeah. So I think before we get into that, this would be a good time to take a quick break. Sounds so good. We'll be right back. Time for break. Okay, episode three, Long Road. It's a long, long road. He's taking a road trip. It's just a long road. Well, Wolverine's on his way to Vegas. He's 98 miles out and he blows a tire. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, man. Shit. That's not fucking shit. That's maximum that's, right there. That's maximum bad luck. (laughs) That's maximum bad luck. Totally. That's bad luck, bad. Bad, bad, bad. But van stops. That's good luck. That is, yeah. Offers to give him a lift. Yeah. Says uh, he can uh, fit Wolverine's motorcycle in the back as well. Perfect. What a nice guy. Yeah. Great. Says he recognizes Wolverine. Uh Uh-oh. That's trouble. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It's normally bad. From where? (laughs) 
Well, he says he recognizes Wolverine as an extreme fighter right. that he watched fight in Sacramento a few weeks back. Right. That's odd. Yeah, he's like, you're that uh, Conor McGregor guy, right? Yeah. That's um, maximum wrong identity there. Right. right? <laughs> maximum confusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maximum, you got the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this guy drops Wolverine off at a bar. Perfect. Yeah. Wolverine orders three hamburgers. Yes, That's right. usually what I do as well. <laughs> yeah. A group of punks come in, and they start harassing an old man. That's a classic trope, hey? That is a classic <laughs> trope, yeah. Just like, hey, we're, oh, there's an old guy. Yeah, hey, good. old guy. Old guy. You're old. You're old. You're fucking old, old You're guy. You're fucking old. How yeah. old are you? What are you eating? Pea soup? You fuck. <laughs> Give me your wallet, old man. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. It's punks, classic. right? Punks. I love it. The punks. So um, Wolverine steps in. He doesn't like punks. He grabs the punk's hand who's holding the knife. And his internal monologue is as follows. He says, I could do it right now, what I've done so many times before. I can feel my claws popping out, the amazing surge of power, the furious rush when I slice through flesh and bone. Yeah, I could do it, but I don't. And the, the image the image in his head is an image, it's a blood red picture of him actually clawing this punk through his face and head. It's the craziest picture. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. I love that anytime he's going to get somebody, he doesn't just get them in the face or head. He gets them through the face, yeah. out of the face, then back into the head and out of the head. Yeah, it's one of the most like graphic. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's one of those graphic depictions of how what, what that claw can do. Yeah. Because it doesn't just go into the body. You're right. You don't just see like something going into the body. You see it going in, coming out, going in, coming out. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. horrible. It's really good. No, <laughs> it's horrifying. It's, you're not allowed to say horror. The word right, horror right. It's not podcast. horror. Yeah. It's not horror nor terror. No. The, the punk leaves. Yeah. No kidding. The old man thanks Wolverine and he leaves as well. Hmm. The next night after Wolverine's bike is fixed, he's on the highway when a car starts to follow him cool that's strange that's bad it um it goes to pass him and wolverine ends up running it off the road yeah i guess it had been uh it had been following this is a little bit of a weird section here it's really weird i I I honestly don't understand what's happening here a car is following him yeah it it he he's like he knows it's on his tail he pulls over the car passes him yeah sits a little bit down the road in front of him so he gets off of his bike. He gets off of his bike to go up to off. it, and then it takes up. Yeah. It t- sorry, it doesn't take up. It takes off. Yeah. And then, shortly later, there's a car behind him again. And yeah. Wolverine's like, oh, yeah? You, you want to play it that way then? I know. And then the car goes to pass him, and he runs it off the road. Yeah. It doesn't really make any sense. It's confusing. I had to go back and try to read it a couple times. It doesn't matter how many times you read it. It, it never makes sense. It confused me. I think they're two separate cars. I, I think, think so. he's just I super paranoid. Maybe. I don't know what they're trying to say here. But yeah. anyways, but it's like, I think it is two separate it's cars. It's like the same vehicle. It's the same vehicle. vehicle. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so I know. weird. Yeah, we both but read it a few there's times. there's actually eh? no way that it... Is the same unless it same looped vehicle. around through the the fields or something and came back. I on got. It. But, I guess. Uh, yeah. Anyways. I don't know. Yeah. He uh, he runs it off the road. Yeah. And it goes flying off off the side. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he goes over to see who's driving and he like cuts the roof open and it's this old man that he just helped <laughs> right. out. He's like shit. I'm just like one of the punks. Yeah. I did the punks job Worse for than them. The punks. Yeah. So Wolverine uh, grabs him and wants to take him to the hospital to help him out. Right. So in the car, this guy kind of comes too. He says, maybe I don't heal like you, but I'll live. I don't need to go to the hospital. So this guy knows who Wolverine is. How did he know Mr. Collingsworth can heal? Well, he must know him from... He must know him. Another time. And he doesn't want to go to the hospital? He calls him Logan. 
Sounds shit. Oh. So he knows he's not Mr. Collingsworth. He knows he's he's Logan. He knows who he is. So Wolverine gives this guy a ride home to a small town not too far away. Hmm. When they go inside, Wolverine smells a dead body. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Do you know what I thought was not super cool? What? That that's all they do with it. Yeah, did that anything ever happen? Nothing. Okay, so I, I thought that too. He walks in, he says, I smell a dead body, and then that was like the last thing. Like he mentions later, like, hey, what's up with the dead body here? They don't do anything. You never it. see it. You never talk about it. I feel like they forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I they wrote really, it and they're like, this is going to be cool. I really want to know about <laughs> this dead body. That they forgot he walked in and smelt a dead body. Yeah. So Wolverine, like, I don't think he knows why he's sticking around, but he's sort of hanging around. He can't really tell if he knows this guy or not. Because right. the guy knows his name, but he's still trying to figure out if, Wolver- if Wolverine's still trying to figure out if he knows him. This guy says his name is Bobby Fragosi and he knew Wolverine 40 years ago. Wow. He wants money from Wolverine. So he heard about Wolverine. Of course he does. Heard about his lifestyle over in Japan. I guess over in Japan, not too long ago, Wolverine was like a high roller. In that first episode, we saw him actually with a really nice apartment. Right, He was kind of like a high roller. So this guy's expecting that Wolverine has money, wants to get in on some of that. His Mr. Collingsworth persona is actually rich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got multiple personas over there. Yeah. He found uh, in his safe, he found a bunch of different identities to know who he even was. Right. Now that sounds interesting, people, but don't let that don't let it fool you. It's not. No, that first <laughs> book was with that in there. It's still it's it's not that great. But Bobby says he used to be an FBI agent. Oh, and he was okay. Working Wolverine's case for a decade. Says wow. he knows everything about him, and wants money now because he's in trouble. So Wolverine wants to hear this guy's story first before deciding if he's going to give him any of this money that he doesn't even have. Right. He's just like, all right, tell me your story. Yeah. Now, this is super cool. So we get this flashback of this Bobby Fragosi in the FBI tracking Wolverine. Yeah, very cool. It's like this detective story. Yeah. And it's so fun. Yeah. Um, and the colors change a little bit. The, like, this art, is... the art style changes. Yeah. I like it again. I like the art style. I'd like to read a whole run of this story. Oh, totally. I'd, I'd, I'd do 15 issues of just, yeah. just this. A lot of fun. Basically, what we learn is that Wolverine ruined this guy's life. So... He basically embarrassed this guy at the FBI because they had this elaborate plot or plots, probably not. They had an elaborate kind of sting operation on Wolverine. And then it looked like he was going to fall for it, but he knew about it the whole time. Right. And kind of at the last minute, he is able to sneak away and kill these guys who were supposed to be protected and they were supposed to not get killed. Right. So So he made this guy look like foolish right so yeah. his this guy's career takes a huge hit yeah starts spiraling down he starts drinking starts doing coke he gets tossed out of the fbi his wife leaves him so he becomes a bank robber because it's kind of like what he knows <laughs> right i, I guess yeah. Yeah. and um it's going good for him for a while right he knows the ins and out of law enforcement so he's actually able yeah. to do some robberies and get away with them but he ends up getting caught gets tossed in prison and in his words, this is when his life of hell really kicked in. Right. So he blames the entire thing on just being obsessed with catching Wolverine. Yeah. And well, he blames it on, and blames it on Wolverine for, for like burning him. Yeah. Right. So Wolverine senses that the police are coming, probably for the smell in the house. Yeah. And they both take off down the highway. Uh, Bobby's driving. So Wolverine gets him to pull over to the side of the road and they right. both get out. Yeah. Wolverine takes his jacket off. 
yes. and releases his claws. Yes. Can you think of a worse scenario for Bobby than this happening? I, I can't. It doesn't look good. No. Like probably Wolverine taking his jacket off. Bobby's like, oh yeah, you're, you're warm. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you like you look pretty ripped. Are we gonna ju- do some push-ups or something? You could have just asked me to put the AC on. Yeah, but then once those claws come out, yeah, that's a good sign. So basically, Wolverine goes fucking max on this dude. He goes max on him. He, he tears max. him to pieces. He cuts the living shit out of him. He does. Yeah. Yeah, like some people he kills certain ways and like you can really tell when he really doesn't like somebody because he goes harsh on them. For sure. I think it's a little bit of uh, d- the dog anger still. It's a little yeah. bit of anger of losing dog. Yeah, so he slashes um, this guy across the chest. He stabs him in the back. And when it's all said and done, the guy's dead on the ground and his arm and head are not attached to his body anymore. His head is not very close to where his body is. No. And this this episode ends with Wolverine walking down the highway. When the guy who picked him up from the beginning of the volume drives by and picks him up again. <laughs> so lucky. What is this? That's so lucky. Hey, guy, you want another ride? And Wolverine's just like, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, you tried to screw me over last time you gave me a ride, but yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. I guess we forgot to mention that maybe. That yeah, he, he, uh, he just wanted payment for driving him yeah, somewhere, he, even he though demanded, he didn't tell him yeah, up front. He demanded Wolverine pay him a couple hundred bucks or yeah. he wasn't going to give him his bike back. And Wolverine was just basically like... You'll give me my bike back or else. Yeah. He's like, number one, that wasn't the deal. Number two, I don't have any money. Exactly. All right. Episode four. Now, I'm not sure where they are at this point, but they're not in Vegas yet. Right? So I don't know. I think they are in Vegas. You think so? I think so. Yeah. I think these fights that are happening are in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then we are in Vegas, according to Dean, a.k.a. Collingsworth. That's me. But in this one, oh, sorry, this one, did I say it was called Extreme Logan? No, you it, didn't. it's called Extreme, Extreme Logan. Logan. Nice. Wolverine is a cage fighter. Perfect. That's pretty cool. He's fighting four times a week. That's, Perfect. That's to the max. That's to any, he's to the max and he's throwing. Yeah. He's winning. Fights. Exactly. He's winning some and losing some. That's to, to the max. Because you don't want to make it too obvious, no. right? Because if he's winning them all, then yeah. people are going to come knocking and be like, well, come to the big Big leagues, time. Right? Yeah. It's good. It's good. So he's uh, about to go up. No, no, he's fighting this guy named the Machine, and he just destroys this dude. Oh yeah, he's getting he's getting beat up a bit, but then he's got this monologue going of like, "Yeah, I win some, I lose some, but I lost the last one, so this one I can win." And it's he pretty just, like, good. Yeah, ex- and explodes this dude's face. It's given to you pretty slowly, so it's quite a nice payoff when he. He's explaining how he has to throw some, yeah, and how you know he can't make it look too obvious, and then he just says, "But I lost the last one," yeah. and then he just unloads on the guy. Yeah. Like it was pretty good because the I guy's beating him up the whole way up to that. The whole way, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The whole way up to that, he's beating him up. So he meets this girl when he comes out of the cage, uh, Susie, and she takes him back to her trailer, and they get it on. <laughs> yep, that's, that's what that's happens. What, yeah, and now this is like um. This is like a cage fight in like a trailer park. Yeah. Right. So it's not like some fancy no. uh, event that's going on. It's like right. he's probably getting paid like a hundred bucks maybe. And it's, yeah, it's not the, the greatest of places. So something like this could a hundred percent happen. Right. Right. So they go back to her trailer and they, yeah, they get it onto the max. They get it onto the max and they end up doing that a lot in this issue. Yeah. To, to the get climax. it onto the max. Oh, ho, ho. nice one. <laughs> nice one, Dean. Yeah. Well, well played. Well played, sir. I thought you were Collingsworth. You had that came up with that, that one. That's Collingsworth. That's Collingsworth's humor. All right. So I'm not dirty like that. <laughs> I like this Collingsworth guy. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> so Wolverine, he thinks that 
like he, he thinks he knows her. He feels like he kind of knows her and that he's known her for years, but they've just met. He doesn't really understand kind of what that feeling's about. Which is but. why he kind of went with this just going to her trailer and just having sex because he's usually pretty cautious in those situations. He is, well... Like, he didn't want to just have sex with Candy. Like, he was like, no, no, something, something's off here. Something's wrong. But uh, in this situation, he was all in. Like, he's he, he kind of was thinking it through, but he's like, ah, something feels different. Something feels right about this. He was all in. He was... Oh! <laughs> You've been learning from Collinsworth. <laughs> I've been taking notes. Taking notes. <laughs> oh, I boy. like this Collinsworth guy. Oh, boy. Okay. So Wolverine, he tries to leave. Again, his senses are kind of kicking in. He feels like something's a bit off, but he, he can't seem to get himself to leave. He's compelled to stay for some reason. Now, she just comes out and says it. Says she's a hypnotist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tells him. Yeah, straight up. I thought that was a bit odd. But Wolverine starts to lose it in the way that like he's kind of... It's like he's having some sort of like uh, physical or mental issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the room starts getting all wavy and melty. Right, yeah. uh, maybe he's feeling sick or something. Uh, but he, he comes back too, and he's no longer in bed. He's at the table and he's dressed. He doesn't understand right. how that happened because when he started to get started to feel woozy, he was in bed, no clothes on. Yeah. And he kind of comes to, he's at the table and he's dressed. So. He definitely knows something's wrong and does decide to take off now. Yeah. And he, he tells her to stay the fuck away from him. Right. So he's getting bad vibes from this hypnotist. Now, Wolverine goes back to his place where he's living. And he's living with this Sean dude, this guy who gave him a ride. Yeah, they're best buds. What is going on? I don't know. When I don't do you, know what's going on. What, what, I feel like we missed something. Like, this dude gives I, him a ride. I definitely feel like we missed something. Wolverine already knows he's a scumbag. Yeah. But now, all of a sudden, they're living together. And this Sean guy is his manager. Yeah. His fighting manager. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I feel like we missed a bunch of pages. Yeah. We missed an arc in there somewhere where it was just uh, a bromance between the two. Where they really yeah. got to know each other. You know, where they went to, like uh i hop and had like a breakfast and really shared their childhood stories and really bonded over that we missed that one that's right there are there's something interesting going on here because this sean guy the first time he picks him up says you you remind me of this cage fighter Mm. i saw a fight a couple weeks back so i don't know if this is some sort of Mm. if he was planting a seed for wolverine there or if this is actually in the past of those events uh i think they're playing with his memory loss here a little bit and like Okay, giving, I never, it to, yeah. giving it to us in a way. I never really thought on that level. That's pretty good. So I don't know what they're going for, but yeah. there's something going on. Or even if he was cage fighting just before this. Yeah. Even, right? And, yeah. and then, like, that's where this Sean guy recognized him from. And sure. now he wants to be a manager. That's Any right. one of those type things where it probably was happening yeah. in some way. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Anyways. The machine, who he just decimated, comes back with a bunch of dudes and wants payback. Now, Great. Yeah, sure, let him try. Yeah. But Wolverine tries to let his claws out, but he can't. Ah. Something's stopping him. Uh-huh. So I think I think at this point he well, he doesn't he still doesn't know how to use his claws, but he's in danger, so he for, would for surely be able to get them out. They usually just but pop now out they're not even yeah. coming out during danger. Yeah. And these guys they uh they kick his ass pretty good. Yeah, he gets beat pretty pretty badly. Yeah. Anyways, Wolverine goes back to this woman's trailer. What's her name? Susie. He goes back to Susie's trailer and he's really pissed off. He's demanding answers from her. And she's just like telling him to calm down, calm down. And he can't help but listen to what she's saying. So he immediately starts to calm down. And she explains to him 
that he can call her Mother Knight from now on. Cool. Cool nicknames. <laughs> Doing some nicknames here. Oh my goodness. Mother Knight. Mother Knight. Yeah. You couldn't come up with a better name than Mother Knight? Nope. That's the best one. This one hurt. <laughs> this, mother, this whole Mother Knight business it's hurt pretty, me a little bit. Honestly, it's pretty bad. It's very bad. Mother Knight's pretty bad. Anything. Call her the hypnotist is better. Actually, the hypnotist is better. It's way it's better. It's like 10 times better. And it's a simpler You don't get name. worse than Mother Knight. No. It doesn't make any sense. And it it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So Wolverine is now fully under the control of Mother Knight. Okay. She gives him a picture of a guy who she wants him to kill. Right, yeah. Now, Wolverine had mentioned when he was kind of upset and angry when he kind of stormed her trailer, he mentioned that his claws weren't coming out and he wanted to know what she had done to him. So now she's intrigued. She didn't know he had claws. Ah. Uh. So she says, show me your claws. And he shows them and she's pretty excited. I like what they're doing here with his memory loss. Now, yeah. I, I don't like how much they're force feeding this whole memory loss thing down our throats. Yeah. But what I do like in this story is that even though he's under her hypnosis, which is similar to having a memory loss, he's experienced so much memory loss already that he's not really fully under her control because hmm. he knows how to deal with this type of of situation right he's always under that like feeling under hypnosis with not knowing what's going on right so he's actually able to n not be a hundred percent under it and his he's always feeling like something's a bit off right right his true self is still able to try to claw at that because that's what he's been doing like you said yeah his true self's been trying to get out over over what everyone's saying about him and what he did and what he's seeing on the news. He, he's still trying to figure out exactly who he is because of what's inside. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that, you're right. That's what's happening here too. Yeah. He's trying to, that, that inner Wolverine is trying to get out. Yeah. And since he can't really figure out what's going on, but he knows something is wrong, whenever he thinks about it and can't figure it out, he just starts raging in anger. Right. Like it's, it's really funny. Like he rages <laughs> yeah. on people just because he's like, just gets frustrated. Totally. He doesn't know yeah. what's, what's happening. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. He takes it out on, uh, on right. the thugs. Yeah. So Wolverine next fight is coming up and he's going to fight Gargantua. Mm. Now this guy, this guy is basically, I guess they wanted to throw Sabretooth in here. So it looks like Sabretooth, but it's not Sabretooth. Ah, it's yeah, like a big yeah, fat dude, true, yeah. but it, it does look like It does look like Sabretooth, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, a, I guess, a little funny thing they did. Right. Anyways, he's losing the fight. Gargantua is beating him until Mother Knight comes over in between rounds, tells him he's going to win the fight, and then he's going to kill this Max Fisher guy who right. she gave him a picture That's of. That's the picture, yeah. Yeah. So that happens. He does, he does both. He wins the fight, and yeah. then he actually goes and kills this Max Fisher guy. Right, we don't see any of it, though. No, we don't. So he gets back to his place, and he freaks out on Sean. Because um, he's... Again, this is like some of this rage I was talking about. He just doesn't... Yeah. Like, he knows something's wrong, doesn't know why, but everybody's a suspect. Yeah, <laughs> totally, out. yeah. So Sean fesses up, actually, about Mother Knight. She was using Wolverine to kill this Max Fisher guy, who's her ex-husband. She wants to collect some of that money. That's right. She wants the money. Both Sean and Wolverine go to Susie's uncle's cabin, where Sean says that Mother Knight will definitely come to. So right. they're setting up like a little trap there to get her. Right. 
Wolverine, now Wolverine really takes it to the max here. Oh yeah? Does he go to the max? He goes to Fully the max. to the max? Fully to the max. What does he do? He picks up a shotgun and blows his own face off. <laughs> Why did And his he face do that? explodes. This might be, I think this might be the scene that you're picturing the eyeball. Because his eyeball goes flying. That is to the max. Why did he do that? It is. He does it because <laughs> he's getting back at himself for killing Max Fisher. Because this, he's starting right. to remember that he did it. Right. And at the same time that he killed Max, he killed Max's girl, girlfriend. Oh, yeah. So he's feeling bad and remorseful that he actually did that. So he's punishing himself. <laughs> so he blows half of his he face off. He wants to forget it. Yeah. He wants to forget he did well, it. That's part of it, too. Because yeah. then at the same time, he's um, he realizes that as his brain starts to heal... Whatever uh, whatever Mother Knight had done to his brain ah, is, is gone now. Right. So he's no longer under her control. Right. Just need to blow that brain out. That's right. So he just needed to blow oh. half of his face and brain off. This is, so this comic is maximum. Yeah. Um. It's at this point though that I think for me he looks the most like Wolverine in this comic. Mm. Like the most of like the Wolverine that I know and I remember. Okay. Yeah. And it kind of struck me how important it is that the characters you like actually look like themselves definitely yeah otherwise you get this feeling like you're not really as engaged with the character so some of the earlier artwork i wasn't able to get engaged with because it didn't quite look at look like wolverine so yeah i agree some at this of them, point i noticed that some of them he just looks like a dude you know he doesn't really he just looks like any other dude any, that they're drawing anybody. yeah yeah so wolverine figures out sean and Susie are working together he uses sean's phone to text Susie, aka mother knight <laughs> to meet up when she shows up he kills her, but he does it nicely. As I was mentioning before, like you can really tell how he feels for a person for the right. way he kills them. Like so that nice, Bobby Fergosi. What's a nice kill? He releases one claw mm. and he makes a small cut in her neck mm. and she, she's dead, but it was right. not like violent or anything. Not it was true. very in the face, out of the face, in the face, out of the face. No, did no. not cut the person into 16 different body oh, parts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one little, one little slice. One slice. So get the job done. Yeah. <laughs> This is good. <laughs> so he's Wolverine now is heading down the highway. Yeah. And he sees Sean. Yeah. Hitchhiking. And he just <laughs> drives off the road and drives right through him. Yep. <laughs> Smashes right the fuck through Sean. Uh, and then he goes, he gets out of the van and walks over to him and puts three claws into his face. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then a limo stops and a man gets out, calls him Logan and asks him to get in. And then we get into the last episode. Which they don't really call an episode. It's just like a couple additional chapters. Right, yeah. They call it like Final Logan or something like that or yeah. Final. It's just two or three at the end there, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So just a couple more. Yeah. Bear with us, people. We're just about done. So this dude in the suit, he's pretty mouth- pretty mouthy with Wolverine. This guy's a dick. Oh, he's a dick. They just yeah, like... He's the dick of the comic. They really want you to hate this guy. They just lean into it hard. You hate every single word that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, it's not hard to hate him. No. Wolverine's not impressed. No. He's getting really close to killing this guy. Oh, yeah. He's having the visions, I think, yeah. of killing him. Oh, he already. is. He is. He's Just having like the, the first time he talks to him. That's right. He says there's only two truths about him. He lives to kill, and then he doesn't give a shit. Right. So that's not a good sign for this dude. Nope. But anyways, this dude, they go to this casino, Gold's Casino, mm-hmm. and it turns out it's owned by a gentleman named Mickey Gold, and this dude right. in the suit is his son. Yeah. So, apparently... The father, Mickey Gold, and Wolverine go way back. Wolverine doesn't remember. Right? 
They, yeah. They go up to the, whatever, the penthouse and meet them. Yeah, it's just another case of somebody, yeah, somebody saying that they know who he was and how he used to be and him not, not remembering knowing. that person, not knowing if that person's telling the truth or not. And again, it's like, it's wearing so thin here, this yeah. whole storyline. But the one thing I do notice at this point is that I'm starting to feel paranoid along with him. Oh, yeah. Everybody that he's encountering now, I was giving them, previously I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. And now I'm just like, you're full of shit. You're lying. Totally. It was kind of working on me a little bit. That's because everybody is lying to him. It's true. They all are lying. It would be nice if there was someone who wasn't. Yeah. Um, Because so then that would cause this moment to be a little more, um, at least for us, unknowing of what's going to happen. But we kind of know, right? We're reading it. We're like, oh, yeah. Like I was the same as you. I was like this guy's got to be bad. Like I'm, sure. I'm worried about this guy. Everybody's been, yeah, bad. everybody's been bad. So it'd be nice if there's sprinkling in a couple like good people yeah. from his past. So we learned that Mickey was the one who had that note placed for Wolverine. Right. About go to Vegas. Yeah. Which is kind of like a theme for Wolverine. He was trying to figure out who wrote this note. He always wondered if the person that he had uh, recently encountered was the one, if he's, if they're using him, if they're, what they're doing. And so he finally gets a bit of closure that this was the guy who did it. Right. He was kind of like that person who's always trying to like guess the ending of a movie by just throwing everything out. Right. He was just like every single person that he ran into, he's like, maybe this person wrote the note. Yeah. <laughs> like every stop in the diner, like the person that served him the burgers, maybe this person wrote the right. note to me. That's right. <laughs> like, any person that crosses his path is like, and then when he actually gets it, he's like, called it. <laughs> called that this person wrote the note i knew it <laughs> yeah does he do that no oh, okay. that would have been great if he did though called, i knew I it knew was it. mickey gold i knew it i knew it yeah <laughs> you're making fun of the people who do the movie <laughs> i do i do i get what you're doing yeah i get what you're doing there so um mickey basically says that wolverine used to work for him and he wants wolverine to come back and work for him again yeah wolverine's like f you i don't want to do that Mickey threatens to have Wolverine arrested if he doesn't come back to work with him. Mickey says, this is my town. I own the cops. I own everything. Right. right? Yeah. So I can have you arrested. Yeah. It's one of those so, very influential casino owners that has his thumb in everything. Right. So Wolverine agrees to, like, work for him again. So he goes with Mickey Jr. Right. To kill this guy named Saquon. Yeah. So they get to this Saquon's house. Uh, Mickey Jr. is telling him, like, all right, they open up. You let the claws loose. You kill them. Yeah. But instead, when they open the door, Wolverine immediately warns these people to get out of the house. That, that right. People are trying to kill them. Because they're a target. Yeah. Yeah. And then right after that, Wolverine slices off Mickey Jr.'s hand and his leg. And obviously, this Saquon guy and his girlfriend are freaking out. So yeah. they start shooting at Wolverine. Right. <laughs> right. And so he's, unfortunately, he ends up killing so them kills as well. Them. I kind of like this part. Because at this at this part, he basically tells you, he tells like the reader, he's like, hey, you know what? They shot me a couple times. I'm kind yeah. of sick of getting shot. If you shoot me, you die. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't feel bad for these people. I tried to warn them. Then they shot me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm killing them. That's right. I know I came here to warn them and save them, but now I'm killing them. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So Wolverine here, he's having a bit of an internal monologue with himself. And he, he's kind of saying like how Mickey Gold and, and uh, Sabretooth are right about him because uh, they just the way that they say he's this this killer, right? This like this guy who just loves to kill. He's starting to think that they're right, that he's this like remorseless killer, that he, he is a hitman. Right. Well, he's killed down. like 100 people yeah. in his 15 issues. That's so, right. And, and he says, like, I kind of feel good doing it. Like, I like letting like the beast go. 
Yeah, and he's he's kind of been trying not to though. So yeah. like, this is what he looks like trying to hold off on killing. Right. Right. Like, what does he look like when he really is like a hitman? But yeah, he he wonders if this is actually all he's ever going to be. Right. Yeah. So, um, he says the only feeling he ever trusted was how Mariko made him feel. Right. Yeah. So this is the the little bit of a payoff that we get from that origin story. Yeah. We get, we get to see. We saw a little bit of him with Mariko, and he was like. He was a normal person, right? He was not killing. He was calm. But when he lost her, he lost any reason to not kill. Yeah. So small payoff for that origin story, but uh, wasn't worth it. Yeah. So Wolverine goes back to the casino and he took 400 bucks from Saquon. So he goes to try to gamble it back up to make some money. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> weird. It was weird. But apparently like in another... In another life or another memory, he was a pretty good gambler because he just racks this 400 bucks up to like, I don't know, a stack of like 50 or 100K or something like that. It's so strange. He's just he's playing pl- like, he's just playing like table games, which are like, you don't really have an edge playing. And he just yeah. like, he's like, oh, if I remember, I'm pretty good at gambling. And he just racks up. Yeah, he just money. racks it up quick. So he's starting to leave. But then uh, some of the, I guess, hotel like thugs come up and they stick a needle in his neck. Well, yeah, he has this line where he's like, well, the thing about Vegas and luck, though, is your luck always runs out. But it's like a weird time because you're like, well, your luck hasn't run out, though. Like, yeah. you just keep winning. But then the then the guys come up and stick the needle in his neck. So it's like, well, yeah, a different kind of luck, I guess. I guess he smelt them coming. <laughs> Maybe, his yeah. luck was about to end. Yeah. Um, so he wakes up in a, a cage and he can't break out of this cage. Yeah. Tries to claw it, doesn't work. Then Mickey Gold, the man himself, comes into the cage and wants to settle it mono a mono. Oh no. So he knows, obviously knows now that Wolverine killed his son. Mickey says to Wolverine, I bought you your claws. And he also says something weird here. He says that he should have let that Frank Castle guy kill him back when he wanted to. Right. That was a weird drop. I see no point in adding any sort of comment about that was, Frank Castle. That's weird. In this yeah. book. You know what? They must have like a Punisher Max that they wanted to be like get there, people hyped there was, for or whatever. There was, yeah. there was a Punisher Max that came up before this. Oh, before. Okay. There's no uh, mention of Wolverine in it. Ah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. So all that that makes me want <laughs> is to see Frank Castle in this book. Yeah, he's not. No, he's not. He's not in it. So then we see Mickey Gold. He lets out a couple, He lets out a set of claws of his own. Yeah, wow. He's got it. So he bought Wolverine a pair. Bought himself a pair too. What's Mickey Gold doing here? They really think that he can stand a chance. That's the thing. What are what's you he, thinking? What's he doing? It's still Wolverine. Like, he's still got healing factor. He's still a better fighter he's a than beast. you. Beast. You're Mickey Fat Fuck Gold. <laughs> he's gonna destroy you in seconds. So anyway, no chance. He goes in there. He um he stabs Wolverine through the stomach. Yeah. Wolverine doesn't like it very much and cuts Mickey's head off. Yeah, he's like, owie, you know, I'm going to cut your head off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Wolverine uses the key card to get out. And uh, this is another favorite mon- moment of mine. We're, we're right at the end here. Wolverine yeah. goes outside, finds some train tracks. A train is coming. He lays his arms down on the track and lets the train run over and cut off his arms. Cool. It's a great panel. Um, there's an overhead shot of him down on his knees, yeah. shot from above. There's yeah. blood everywhere. He's on one side of the tracks. His arms are on the other. It's really cool. I like the idea a lot. 
Uh, I like the idea. I do that like he's, the idea yeah. that he's burdened with these claws that he doesn't know how he got them. He, yeah. he he's been told that he put them in, like that. Yeah. He he they're in there so he could be a killer, and he doesn't want to be a killer. So, um, like they showed us in the beginning when his legs got ripped off and then they grew back. Well, just rip your, your arms. The arms will grow back. Get without your arms. Yeah, get your arms ripped off and they'll grow back. Grow back without the claws. I like the idea. Yeah, it is a good idea. It's solid. So the book ends with Wolverine standing there with no arms and blood gushing everywhere. Yeah, and he, he says. When his arms, he says, when my arms grow back, I won't have claws anymore. And that will make me more human. Maybe today was my lucky day. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was his lucky it's day. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Good ending. I do. I do like it. It is a good ending. Um, so it's a fun book. It's, there's a lot of issues with it, but you can overlook a lot of, a lot of them. And yeah. then there's a lot of great things in there, like yeah. great ideas that are kind of fun to go through. So yeah, there's a lot of good ideas. It's, uh, it's inconsistent sometimes. Like there'll be times where. Like, I, like one of the main things I really like about it is that because he has no memory, he relies on his gut and his senses yes. and like how his first impression is of people. But then there's like an inner monologue somewhere in one of the final chapters where he says like, uh, I can't trust my gut. Like uh-huh. something, it's just kind of a throwaway. He's like, I feel like this is a bad situation, but I can't trust my gut. How could I trust it? It's like, that's what you've been doing this whole comic. So yeah. there's a little, there's some inconsistencies there. Yeah. Um, there's like a lot of art changes and stuff, but there are some great ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And there, and there's, and it's fun. I mean, it is it, fun. It's max. It, it is. It's it max is. and they take it to the max. So a lot of violence, you know, oh, a lot of, so much violence. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, uh, stuff that they're not going to do in the regular line. Um, so yeah, it's good. This is the first, the first comic we're covering where I would actually say you don't really need to go out and read this one. Yeah. Um, you just listen to this podcast and you'll be good. All the other ones we've done, I say, even though we've gone through the story, you got to go read those books. They're so excellent. There's so much yeah. more in them. This one. The others are masterpieces. Not so much. And this is just like. It's fun. It's okay. Like, yeah. re- read it if you want to, but it's yeah. 15 issues. The first five issue arc drags a little bit and then you kind of get some weird stuff throughout. But yeah. yeah. The other books we've done are like home runs. Yeah. And this one is like. You swung at the first pitch and missed, and then you hit a single. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's pretty good. You know, it, it, it's What would not you bad. rate this book out of 10? Um, uh, so my my mark out of 10 is if it's if I give it right in the middle, if I give it five, that's my recommend. Okay. That's my re- recommend line. So like four and a half. Okay. I, I'm like, thinking five on this one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd... I, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a read. It's but. right. It's right on the recommend line. But yeah. like I could find other Wolverine stories I want to give someone right. over them. But. For sure. All right. Then, one more thing to do. Do you remember what it is, Dean? Well, now that I'm in my second <laughs> full-time co-host, I know it's what if. All right. So, my question, this will be hopefully a little bit of back and forth here, but what if Frank Castle was in this book? They mentioned him. They made us want him in the book. He's not here. What if he was? What if there was one of the story arcs in here was the two of them? Kind of in this scenario. What would would that arc look like? Uh, Great. Um, I understand that like the typical Frank Castle story is just like 
hunting down someone. Yeah. But if Wolverine feels like he's a good guy, but he's being told he's a bad guy, and Frank Castle is hunting him down, great. Great. Now we know there's something he has done for sure. It's not just people talking in his face and lying to him about, you did this, you did this. It's somebody who's actually after him because he did something bad. And he has to try to convince that guy that he's not that guy anymore. Yeah. That he's not that bad guy anymore, even though he's leaving bodies in his way. Like, he's, he's just tearing through people. He's got to convince Frank Castle that he's still a good guy and, like, those people needed to die. I think it's really good. We've seen that Wolverine is willing to use machine guns in this story as well. True. So, could be pretty fun to see some machine gun battles, but... I like it. I think it would be really... I think it would actually be really interesting if, rather than it being an arc... If it was one of the themes that went through the whole book, like even back to Japan where Collingsworth is this rich hitman guy who has multiple identities. If if uh, if the Punisher was tracking him all the way back there, if we could kind of see the Punisher on his tail, yeah. trying to keep up with him For sure. throughout yeah. the story, that would have been really cool. Yeah, and it clean up a lot of this like repetition that happened during through this book you wouldn't have to do that anymore because if you still just have 15 issues you got a lot of stuff to fill in there yeah. of the punisher tracking them just keep going back and forth yeah often you have punisher stories with like you have like the anti-hero punisher and then like the ultimate good you know you have like daredevil or spider-man or someone who's always going to make the right choice you rarely have like anti-hero and anti-hero where they both are working in the gray. And I think that's interesting. I think that's an interesting story. Those are some of my favorite stories. Yeah, Yeah. Punisher going after Wolverine, who both work in the gray. That's what they both do. Then Wolverine might be able to actually convince Punisher that these people, that the bodies he's left, deserved to be that way. And and maybe him trying to figure out what exactly he did in the past that would get this guy on his tail. Yeah. I think it's really good. I want that book, Tim. I know, so do I. I. Want it now. I would like that book. I would like it. Yeah, it's good. I love it. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. Please leave a review for us on iTunes. That's how we can help more people find Talking Back. And we'll catch y'all next week.